Hey friend, and welcome back to the Alex Makes VR podcast. In today's episode, I want to speak from the heart about something that I've been thinking about ever since the Oculus Quest 2 was announced, and that is, what is the right and wrong way to give someone their first VR experience? I don't know whether that makes sense, but it will all make sense shortly. So hang with me. We're going to talk all things new time, first time and new audiences, how to put them in VR, how not to put them in VR, what what do you need to tell them before they put the headset on, all of that stuff. We'll dive into that. If you've got a subject or a question for me uh, for the podcast in future, please reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. Alex Makes VR on Instagram and Twitter. I send out a really regular newsletter with all the insider tips and tricks and the, the latest scoop on, um, on anything in the VR industry. You can sign Sign up for that newsletter at alexmakesvr.com. So ever since the Oculus Quest 2 was announced, I have been thinking about all the people that are going to be having their first VR experience this year and how exciting. In fact, I would love the stats. I mean, I doubt they would ever release them, but I would love the stats from Facebook around how many people buying the Oculus Quest 2 are new users versus people who already own headsets that are just upgrading to the to the new headset. I think that would be absolutely fascinating to know. But let's assume that a good proportion of them, probably not the majority, but a good proportion of people will be buying headsets for the first time and this will be their first experience. How exciting is that? Do you remember the first time you put on a VR headset? I genuinely do. I remember literally sitting on my bed in my parents' house because I'd like uh, just moved home after after traveling. And I remember putting on the headset and um, it was a Cirque du Soleil piece by Felix and Paul. And I remember sitting on the bed and almost knocking myself out because there's this scene where this kind of clown, freaky, freaky clown dude with a pocket watch who like comes right up into your face. And I tried to move out of the way because I genuinely was like terrified and I almost nutted the wall. <laughs> and I remember like laughing to myself. And I, and if you've, if you've listened to my TED talk, you will have heard me tell this story. But I genuinely did laugh out loud to myself when I thought, when I realised this isn't real. Like, why have I just had that response? How insane that there's this technology that has just made me have that reaction that is so cool and then like with anything years in this is just like commonplace to us isn't it like this headset that's nothing new it's nothing exciting about that beat saber yeah you know take it or leave it and that's crazy because when you think that when someone experiences that for the first time, it genuinely blows their mind. So I've been thinking a lot about the fact that this new headset is going to bring in a whole wave of new people. And it's got me thinking about the right and the wrong way for someone to experience VR for the first time. Now, obviously, this is totally subjective. This is totally my opinion. Um, but I've shown VR, I've been very privileged to show VR to a lot of first-time users, whether that be friends and family who literally didn't know what VR was until I shoved them in a headset, or whether that be professionally in the context of VR cinemas, 
or VR showcases, showcasing at festivals, um, even in like situations like healthcare settings or showcasing to clients to show them the potential or even helping them roll it out, uh, helping clients roll it out in the training, uh, in the context of training for, uh, in VR. So I've, I've had a lot of experience showcasing VR for the first time. And what's interesting is there is definitely a right and a wrong way to do it. This is, this is my, uh, feelings on the subject. So let me start by telling you what the wrong way to do it is. This is this is how I used to do it for a long time and it took me ages to kind of gather like yeah this isn't this isn't the best. So the wrong way to do it is by basically giving someone a headset as if it's a smartphone and they will just automatically know what to do with it. It's a bit like you know, like when you give someone, when you're an iPhone user and you're given an Android phone or the other way around, you're Android user and you're given an iPhone and you understand what the device is, but you kind of like, that's as far as it goes because everything else is totally alien to you. That is literally everyone's experience when they experience VR for the first time, because it's got its, obviously it's got its um, own form factor there's obviously the, the physical element of it, but also the operating system and the way that you interact with the operating system is like nothing anyone will have ever seen before if this is their first time in VR. So the worst thing you can do is just hand over the VR headset and go, off you go then. And then try and hope to kind of like that they work out for themselves because they will be overwhelmed 100%. The other wrong thing to do is to turn the headset on, put it on your own face, go, okay, great. Um, yep, that's ready and the video is playing and go, go, go. Okay, quick, put it on. Oh no, oh, the sound's not up. Oh, 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 you've stopped it because you've pressed the button. Oh dear, have you, oh, oh, I forgot to give you the controller. Hang on, you're already in the headset. No, give me a hand. No, move the hand. No, 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 not that way round. No, put your thumb here. Put your thumb there. No, 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 wrong way, wrong way. <laughs> and you've accidentally reorientated the headset to the wrong way and, oh, it's just a total shit show. <laughs> That's also the wrong way to do it. The right way to do it, again, in my humble opinion, this is the, the way that I found when I showcase VR for the first time. This is the way that lets people have the best experience possible. And this is what we want when someone comes into VR for the first time. We want them to have the best experience possible. I will take my time at the beginning to let them know what to expect. So it obviously it depends on how long you've got and the context of whether they're a mate or they're a client. But I'll be like, so this is the headset. When I give this to you in a moment, what you're going to do is you're going to put it on eyes first. So if you put it to your face, get it comfortable, you know, at your eyes and then pull the strap over your head. Don't try and put the strap on first and pull it over your head like a like a baseball cap. That's not a good idea especially if you wear glasses. So you want to go eyes first and then adjust. 
And then, you know, if, if, if you've got the kind of relationship with that person or um, if it's OK for you to, to do this, it depends on the context, obviously, um, COVID compliancy and all of that jazz. You can then be like, don't worry about um, how tight or loose it is. I can help you adjust the straps when you're in it. Um, so you could do that. Or you could say, um, if you just want to try on the headset first, you put it on eyes first and then we'll see if it needs tightening. And then obviously if it does need tightening, you can tell them to take the headset off and adjust it themselves until it's right. It's a snug fit. Okay. So, but before you get them to put on the headset, so you say, I'm going to give you this headset. You're going to put it on eyes first, strap over the head. What's going to happen is when you go in there, I'm going to have set it up and have it orientated your way. So what you're going to see is this. So let's say you're putting them in um, a 360 video. So it might be that you don't have an app that hosts it. You actually need them to select the, uh, the 360 video. So you might say, so what's going to happen is I'm going to put you in the headset and have a look around. You're going to be in like a little holding room and you're going to see tiles, like uh, thumbnail tiles in front of you. And what you're going to do is you're going to use this controller and you're just going to point at it and use your um, index finger to pull the, uh, I call it a trigger, but I know some people don't like calling it that for obvious reasons. Um, you're going to push this button and uh, that's going to like start the experience. Once you've started the experience, if they've got headphones, then you can put your headphones on. Don't put the headphones on before the experience starts. Why might that be, Alex? Well, that's because every time I've ever shown a piece of VR where someone's put the headphones on first, uh, <clears throat> they undoubtedly can't figure out what they're doing because it is quite an overwhelming thing and they've got lots of questions and oh I can't see anything or it's not started it's it's like they and they feel like automatically like claustrophobic and they feel like oh god I don't know what I'm doing and now you're having to shout over the fact that they can hear music or talking or whatever it is the experience they're in um, or they can't hear you properly because it's muffled because they've got these headphones on. It's just not a good shout. So always get them to put the headphones on last when the experience is started and you've already made sure that everything's working okay. So to run that again, you say, <laughs> here's the headset and this is the controller. In a minute, you're going to put this headset on. You're going to put it on eyes first, pull the strap over the back of your head. You're going to be in a waiting room and in front of you, you should see thumbnails of videos that are going to be right in front of you. What you're going to do is you're going to use this controller. You're going to point it at the video on the left hand side or wherever it is. Make sure that it's easily accessible. It's not like, you know, third tile in, second from the left. Like, <laughs> make it as simple as possible. This is why I would always recommend, if possible, using your own app um, or, you know, uh, deploying the video in a way where they literally have much less to deal with in terms of, like, finding the right file or that kind of thing. But anyway, so you say, you know, you're going to use this trigger uh, this controller and you're going to press with this button when it's lined up you'll see a little dot uh, and obviously if you're using gaze technology you can say you know you can look around and uh, a little white dot is going to follow where your eyes are 
When you want to start the experience, you can just look at that tile and you will see the white dot align with that thumbnail tile and that will start the experience. So again, this is totally going to depend on what experience you're showing. Um, sometimes I try, like especially if it's my friends, I will try and get, I'll just put them in the Oculus Home to begin with, because actually, when someone's never done VR before, even the Oculus Home, where, you know, like you're in that cool, like, uh, kind of futuristic, fancy mansion house with the glass ceiling, you can see the stars, and it's beautiful, especially on the quest, you can like walk around a little bit. Um, sometimes I'll put my friends in that to begin with, because I really want them to just first have that like wow factor and get comfortable. This is something that not enough people factor in to um, showcasing VR for the first time. When someone puts it on, it will be overwhelming. You need to give them a little bit of time to acclimate to the VR environment before you start overwhelming them with instructions. Um, so if possible, try and give them that bit of time. Of course, if you're running a synchronized experience, which is what I will try to do, if especially it's like a time sensitive or a tech illiterate crowd, um, then I will get it to the point where, you know, it's literally a case of they put the headphone, they put the headset on without the headphones. I will start the synchronized experience. And then as I say, as soon as uh, the video starts playing, you can put your headphones on. This to me is, is like the perfect kind of solution because then I can see very quickly whose headset is not working or who's accidentally like clicked out of the app or anything like that because I can see because they've not put the headphones on so then I can go over and say is everything all right they say oh nothing's happening and you go oh could you just take it off for a second I'll just quickly check it and have a look uh, and then you can very quickly you know work out what is what's going on with that um the other thing that I like to do so that's like the the physical side of it that's like actually physically what you do so you tell them this is the headset, this is the controller, this is what you're going to do, this is what you're going to see when you get in there, so you're setting their expectations, and then they put it on, you help them adjust, then, you know, you get to the point, once they've, like, played the experience, once they're, like, in the point where they're ready to be left to their own devices, headphones on. The other thing you can do, and this is something that I like to do, especially in the context of showcasing a particular kind of experience. If I'm going to show... Um, you know, let's say a, a documentary or um, to be fair, any kind of experience will need this kind of explainer sometimes. But obviously, for me personally, I especially like to do this when I'm showcasing a piece of content that might have some kind of um, emotional response. I like to say, you know, first of all, especially if it's a group setting, I like to say, so does anyone has anyone had experience with VR before? And then you figure out very quickly who already kind of has been in a headset before. It doesn't necessarily mean they've used that particular headset, but they've had the experience of VR before. If the majority or if even if just like one or two people haven't, then you want to say, OK, I'm just going to run over some basics. So this is a VR headset. When you put this headset on, you'll be transported to another world. It's going to be absolutely magical. I'm so jealous that you're about to have your first VR experience because I would, I would wish that I could go back and have my first time experience again. You know, it's going to be wonderful. But here's some things you need to know before you put the headset on. Um, 
Remember, this is virtual reality. So you can look everywhere. Don't be afraid to look around and to explore. If it's 360 content, obviously you want to tell them that they can look around, they can swivel on their chair, whatever it is. If it's a room scale experience, you want to remind them that they can interact with things. And this is really, really, really important if you are showing an interactive project. You need to tell them and set their expectations right up top as to how much interacting they will need to do. Because this is one of my biggest pet peeves with interactive projects, when they're not showcased right, they are just an absolute frustrating waste of time. Because if you're just putting a headset, like I've, I've gone to some festivals before where the volunteer clearly had no idea what the content was. And they just put me in a headset. And I'm like, so what am I supposed to do? Like, am I supposed to be doing something? And like some, ex- some interactive experiences, obviously, they don't work, they don't do anything until you interact in a certain way. So setting expectations right up top. Okay, like in this experience, you're going to be, um, you know, asked to interact, you will be prompted by a voiceover, or by a glowing object. When you need to interact, all you need to do is use your controller to do x, y, and z, blah, blah, blah. To be fair, the experience designer of that VR piece should have factored in a lot of that. Um, so hopefully you won't need to do too much, too much of that prep. But basically you want to set those expectations. So this is VR. Remember, you can look around, you can explore. When you get when you're when you put on the headset, it will feel um, like you're potentially not in the room anymore. So just make sure that all of your belongings are either tucked right underneath the chair, depending on what chair you've got, or you've put them to the side and you're, you've got a clear space around you so that if you do want to kind of turn around and interact with things, um, you're not going to trip over anything. Um, it's also worth noting that if this is your first time in VR, or even if it's not your first in- time in VR, you might want to adjust the headset a little bit to make it more comfortable. I'm happy to do that for you if you want help with that. But if you want to do it yourself, this is how the straps work. And you just basically give them a quick demo of that. What else do you need to say? Um, If this is your first time in VR, uh, especially, um, you might find that uh, characters in the scene come up quite close. And it can feel um, quite alarming because it does feel quite real. So if if at any point you are uncomfortable, you feel uncomfortable, just close your eyes. Because remember, you're in VR. If you start to feel dizzy or you experience any kind of nausea, that is very normal for some users. Again, just close your eyes. And if you continue to feel that way, just take the headset off. If you have any problems at all during the experience, if you've got, if something doesn't start or there's something that doesn't feel quite right, just put your hand in the air and I will come to you. Okay, and again, this is I'm I'm generalizing this for a group experience. But what this does is this really makes that person feel super comfortable when they go in the headset for the first time. Now, of course, like I'm not giving this very elaborate speech to my friends at a house party, but I will give them some version of that um, kind of speech in terms of this is what to expect. Um, can you see, you know, you'll go in there and you can, you will see X, Y, Z, or if they go, oh, I'm in here and I can't see it. You go, oh, okay. So can you see the thing on the blah, blah, blah? Yes. Okay, great. So what you want to do is you want to do X, Y, Z. Does that make sense? I hope, I mean, it's quite, 
it's funny because this is quite a visual thing. So I'm hoping that it will come across um, in audio form. But I just think it was quite important. I thought it was quite important to talk about. A, because it's been on my mind because there will be so many new people having first time VR experiences. But also, I guess it lends itself to the broader conversation about the fact that as people in this industry, we have a responsibility to make that first time experience very palatable. We want people to go in there. Like we're the kind of people who are just tech nerds, <laughs> majoritively. And so when we put on a headset for the first time, even if it was a bit complicated and, and a bit technically difficult, we worked out because we are tech savvy. We are early adopters. We kind of knew, um, we kind of you know, we knew that we were going to stick with it and work it out, like, nonetheless. But for someone who's not like that, or for someone you just want to get them in as quickly as possible to have the best experience as possible, these are some of the things that you need to consider. So you need to set their expectations and you need to basically tell them, I know I'm just handing you this block of technology and it's okay if you feel overwhelmed because I am here to help you. Um, of course, many people will be having their first time experience alone and, and having their first time experience by themselves. Those kind of people will be the kind of people that will be able, I'm assuming anyway, to troubleshoot and to, um, uh, they will have, if they're the kind of person that have ordered an Oculus Quest 2 because they're, they really fancied it, um, they will hopefully have a great experience because they were always going to be willing to look into how to set it up for themselves. Does that make sense? But when you're responsible for someone's first time experience, you can just remove all that friction that potentially hampers the, the experience by just setting that expectation right up top. And especially if you're offering this to clients, you need to basically show that this is a very seamless experience. It doesn't have to be overwhelming and technically complicated, which it sometimes can be. So specifically, I've been kind of having in mind a, a three-doff experience, like a, um, well, it can be a quest, obviously, but also like previously this for me has been with uh, a Pico G2 or a Oculus Go, like something where it's kind of just a very simple setup. Whereas with an Oculus Quest room scale experience, that's slightly different because you're going to need to like set the room parameters. You're going to need to do a bit more to make them feel comfortable going into that environment and know that it's safe for them to do so. So when it comes to, to, to showcasing it to clients or to people that are not tech savvy, just do all you can to make that first time experience as good as it can be, because it is make or break. I, I was um, actually judging um, for the, uh, the best VR award for a, quite a big uh, popular um, award show recently. And, um, and some of the experiences, even as a judge, even as someone in VR, even as someone who's very well versed with getting this stuff to work, there were still a couple of experiences that were just really buggy and they just, they didn't work properly and the PC was like crashing and I had to do loads of stuff to get the Oculus Link cable to work. And it, and it did totally change um, my kind of experience going into it because 
obviously I was going into that experience now having had 10 minutes of technical difficulty beforehand. That would be like watching a movie after 10 minutes of like the, well, not even just the projectionist having to like work out how to get it to work or stop and start. That's like the equivalent of you having to like do the projectionism yourself. Projectionism? Is that a word? It is now. Anyway, I've rambled about this enough. I hope that that is helpful for some of you looking to show VR for the first time. Uh, If you've got original pieces or if you've got clients that would be using this with. Um, And obviously, if you're sending out headsets and people are going to be using them remotely for work that you're doing, maybe just even consider doing a little video or a little uh, kind of tutorial walkthrough, even like a, a one sheet to kind of explain some of this stuff so that someone isn't just presented with this box of computer that they're about to stick on their face without having any context on what to do with it. So that's it for today. Very techie one. I hope that helps some of you. Let me know if you've got future topics and and questions for future episodes. Uh, You can let me know at AlexMakesVR on Instagram and Twitter. I would love it if you would share uh, the podcast. If you could screenshot it and, and share it on your Instagram stories or Twitter or LinkedIn or even just like putting out the word, it would mean the world for me. Share it with one friend that you think might get some value from it because um, that really, really helps me and it helps get the word out. And And um, I think the more people that know how to give good VR experiences, the more people we can lure into our industry, which is only good for all of us. Okay, with that being said, I'm signing off. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day wherever you are in the world and I will speak to you soon.